I am Alex Rudnika and you're listening to the Unchained Mind podcast, episode number eight. Signs that you may be an under-earner, part one. Also, there are a few explicit words in this one, so if you have a little ones around you, you may want to listen to this episode on your headphones. As an entrepreneur, your mind is your most valuable asset. And yet, 99% of entrepreneurs have no idea how to make their mind work for them rather than against them. As a former perpetual failure who struggled with crippling self-doubt, procrastination and countless limiting beliefs, I made it my mission to figure out how to finally get out of my own way. And I'm very glad to tell you, I did figure it out. And what I learned was that all of the answers were inside of my own powerful mind. So fast forward a few years, thousands of client coaching hours under my belt, and here I am sharing my best tried and tested mindset strategies to help entrepreneurs just like you get out of your own way so that you can finally turn your vision into reality. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting your journey, this podcast is your go-to resource for subconscious reprogramming, conscious manifestation, learning how to shatter your self-created limitations, and all things mindset and inner work. Because my friend, it's time we turn your mind into your most valuable business asset. Let's go. Under earn is repeatedly to gain less income than you need to cover your needs or than will be beneficial to you, usually for no apparent reason and despite your desire to do otherwise. If you have the slightest indication that you might be an under-earner, if you were scrolling through Spotify and, and this caught your attention, then this episode is for you. Perhaps this is the sign that you've been asking for as to what is missing, why aren't you where you want to be in your business. It's an incredibly important part of an entrepreneurial journey and not many people actually talk about it. If you have been in business for a while and you've read all the books, you've done all the courses and yet your income isn't where you want it to be, this might just be your answer. I definitely have a personal connection with this topic as I am a recovered, self-confessed under-earner who struggled with this for years on end. And now I am here to help you overcome this crippling identity because it is an identity level problem that needs to be addressed and resolved on identity level. So here's what we will cover in today's episode. First, I will define what under-earning is and isn't, because just because someone earns little by society standards doesn't make them an under-earner. And then we will move on to the 14 signs that you are an under-earner. This is a two-part episode. So this is part one of two, not to overload you, right? So I will cover signs one to seven today, as I do want to go a little bit more in depth with each of those signs, so you get a thorough understanding of it all. So buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, because in this episode, there will be lots of Eastern European style of straight talking because, well, someone needs to wake you up sometimes and I am here for this journey. Okay, so let's get rolling then. What exactly is under-earning? Like, is there a definition? Well, I will share with you my understanding of it. In my understanding and in my experience as well, it's rarely a conscious choice. I would actually say that it's never a conscious choice. Like no one consciously just decides, hmm, so I will put myself through financial struggles on purpose. I will earn less than I need. I will earn less than I desire to. 
I will earn less than what I know I'm capable of. I choose to struggle and go through all the problems that earning less than needed brings with itself. I mean, have you ever heard anyone say that? Of course not. Because no one in the right mind would make that choice on purpose. And if it's not on purpose, then you know what it means, don't you? That your powerful subconscious mind has something to do with it. Under-earning is not synonymous with low income, although it often involves one, right? Many people earn a low income who are not under-earners. My definition of under-earning as it stands for entrepreneurs is the persistent pattern of earning less than the true value of the products or services, often driven by limiting beliefs, fear of success, or a reluctance to appropriately price and promote their offerings. This mindset can and will hinder your financial growth. It will limit your business opportunities and it will absolutely impact the overall success of your business. I'm not even going to mention all the problems it creates in your personal life too. We live in the most incredible times and are so fortunate that the entry level into having a side hustle or growing your own business has never been lower. It has never been easier to decide, you know what, I want to start a business and the next month you're literally going. You can start with zero cost as well. Anyone can start a business nowadays and I completely understand and support why so many people choose to start this journey. But when you switch from being an employee to being an entrepreneur, you enter a completely new world that also operates by different rules. Some of those rules are that there is no ceiling as to how much money you can create. Therefore, you become your only ceiling. You will earn as much or as little as you allow yourself to create. There is no external predefined salary here. What you create is what you will receive at the end of each month. No one tells you, however, that when you enter this world, the main thing that will define what results you will create is your identity, your belief systems, what you believe about how the world operates and about yourself, your character traits and your skills. What you will realize very quickly as you are listening to those individual um, characteristics that I will go into in, in a moment is that they feed into each other, right? They overlap. The reason for this is that all under-earning really is, is an identity. And an identity will have various traits that overall support each other. So let's look at the signs one through seven. Sign number one, you have a high tolerance for low pay. Ooh, yes. Does this sound like a punch in your stomach? I know, I know, I know it's not easy to hear. Your mind immediately starts defending yourself and screaming back, no, 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 it's not true, Alex. It sounds like you're blaming me for having the problem with money. And listen, this podcast, okay, is not the fluffy, easy to listen companion to your walks so you can get your steps in. And kudos for getting your steps in. This podcast is to help you free your mind from all of the BS programming that is keeping you stuck. So yes, the biggest sign of an under-earner is that you have a high tolerance for low pay. It has to be said. Take a moment to ask yourself, in the past 6 to 12 months, have you created less income for yourself than what you needed or wanted? I am not saying that you are in financial trouble, but just reflect on the past 6 to 12 months. 
And if you are not generating the level of income that you want despite wanting it, you are most likely an under-earner. This trait of tolerating low pay is probably the most common trait that all under-earners share. Not every under-earner will have all of the signs that I will cover in those next two episodes, but virtually all of the under-earners that I have ever worked with or came across myself included in the past share this tolerance for low pay. Now, The term low pay is rather relative, obviously. I've worked with six-figure under-earners. Yes, you heard that right. And you can also earn less and not fit this category. The difference is, do you consciously want to earn more, but even though you want to, it's not happening? If you are happy and completely content with the money you're making, this isn't for you. It's completely fine that some people choose to earn less in a mindful way, you are free to make this choice for yourself. So don't come at me that I'm saying that everyone should want a lot of money, okay? I am only speaking to those of you who want to make more money and you know that you want it. And if an image of poor looking person comes to mind when you hear an under earner, oh my gosh, you would be so shocked just how many polished, professional looking, and yes, rich looking kind of entrepreneurs secretly struggle with a tolerance for low pay. They may look successful, but they can still absolutely be an under-earner on the inside. You have a high tolerance for low pay when you go month after month consciously wanting to make more money, but nothing really is changing. Nothing is changing as the months go by, but you still somehow believe that the next month you will be somehow better without changing how you do things. You know that moment when you write down, oh, this wasn't such a great month. Next month will be amazing. So you have the intention, but you don't really put any new actions that you would actually help you create more money. I have definitely been there myself in the past. So listen, if you're cringing right now, it's not just you. So many people go through this. It is also when you have that internal realization that you are getting paid below what you should be getting paid and secretly even feel angry or resentful or even powerless about it, but yet you are too scared to make any changes about it. Or you live in a perpetual state of dissatisfaction about your financial situation, but you don't actually do much about it. You almost kind of accept it, like, well, I tried before, maybe I'm just not one of those people. Another sign of this is that you live in a state of deprivation, in which your emotional and or physical needs are not being met due to the level of your money situation. So I have a life-changing question for you right now that I really want you to perhaps, you know, you can jot it down, you can write it down in your, in your phone notes as you're listening to this and take a moment to really think about it. Are you willing to see yourself as someone who earns more than enough? Really let that sink in. Really do think about this deeply. And listen, you could be making 15k months and make bad decisions that still leave you on the breadline. This isn't just for someone who isn't making money at all. So really do take a moment to reflect on this. Sign number two that you may be under earner. You feel stuck or trapped at your below required earning level. Okay, so I know I'd realize that this one must sting a little too. Remember that whatever I say, I say this with love because I want the best for you. My job is to help entrepreneurs create their custom reality by using their minds right. And this trait, believing that you are somehow trapped, is a belief that 
absolutely must be shifted if you want to truly feel in charge of creating your reality. Under earners feel stuck, they feel like they have no control over their earning power or no real control over their time. They justify, they defend or even rationalize their situation with an array of excuses that block their growth despite wanting that growth. So this might show up as, but you don't understand, I live in a small town, people here don't make that much money. Or you don't understand, I can't charge that much money for my services. Listen, I know what it's like to charge £50 per hour for coaching. And I can tell you, it's not fun. Or, oh, you just don't understand, I'm a mom, I can't take time away from my kids. They essentially have something that psychologists call an external locus of control. They believe that what controls the life is somehow outside of them. You know, it be the economy, the life circumstances, etc. So again, here's my life-changing question for you. Are you willing to see a situation differently through a fresh lens? Are you willing to shift your perspective to see that it is you who has the control? It is you who can command what you will create in your life and business. Sign number three that you might be an under-earner. You have a low self-esteem. Okay, so this is another giant that can be seen really with your eyes, but boy, oh boy, can this one mess you up when it comes to money. You might have no other symptoms uh, that I will be discussing on this episode and the next one, but if you have this one, please get support. You can book a call with me or you can book a call with someone else. Just please get support as this one, it will simply not go away on its own. And I see this one probably the most. I work with entrepreneurs who are action takers. They do show up to do the work. They do get things done. But almost all the money problems come from low self-esteem. They display people-pleasing behaviors in their business. No boundaries. Clients can demand anything and everything from them and they bend backwards to deliver. They often feel guilty for the things that they didn't even do. Like client not achieving the project deadline, for example, not because they didn't do the work, but because the client couldn't stick to the deadlines. And then they are the one who feels bad about it. They often believe I should be able to do it all. Who am I to get support? Let me work all the hours in the day, completely exhaust myself. And then, yeah, absolutely. Then go and take care of my family too. Or for example, they know that there is someone that I love to be mentored by but no, 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 I can't, like, I can't invest that much money into working with someone. No, I can't do that. And no, I'm not talking about the entrepreneurs who are not making money at all. They do have money coming in their business, but they're so overworked and exhausted that they want to burn their business down. They would love to make changes in their business, but they are too scared. What they're doing now seems like a nightmare, but it is creating results. So they think, oh, maybe there just isn't a way out. Maybe I just need to be okay with this permanent exhaustion. They doubt their decisions. They don't see their own brilliance. They downplay their achievements. They undervalue their services. They have difficulty delegating work. They keep comparing themselves to others. Last thing, they have difficulty with handling constructive criticism. They take it way too personally and they interpret it in a very emotional way. Oh, yeah, so this is about me as a person. I'm so bad. I knew I couldn't do it. I'm right. 
And because of all of this, they experience unnecessary high levels of emotional upset and stress. Listen, I could keep going with this one for hours, but we need to move on to other signs. But low self-esteem shows up in countless, countless ways in an under earner. And it's something that really needs to be addressed on that additional deep level. If this portion of the podcast spoke to you, I urge you to do something about it. Because to solve those things, you almost need to grant yourself time away from the business to work on yourself. This is separate from your business. You have got to heal yourself from the inside out. And I promise you, it will bleed into every area of how you do your business. Sign number four that you may be an under earner. You self-sabotage your earning potential. Our good old self-sabotage, huh? I mean, do you have any idea just how fast you could completely transform your life if you just stopped getting in your own way? An under-earner would have a set of self-sabotaging behaviors. So let's have a look at how they might show up. For example, fear of success. Due to your beliefs, you are actually scared of success because there may be an underlying belief that if you are really successful, then something bad will happen. I've seen this manifest in countless variations like, I will become a bad mother as I won't have time for my kids. Or, my marriage will fall apart as my husband will feel threatened if I make too much money. Or, I will lose all of my friends when I'm successful as they will no longer relate to me. Or, even worse, people won't be my true friends anymore. They will only want to use me for my money. Again, I could keep going for the next few hours with this one, but you get the point. Next, fear of failure. How to fuck a human? Give them both fear of success and fear of failure so they will stack in between indefinitely. <laughs> this is like my evil laugh. But I mean, oh, isn't it just fun in how many ways we can stand in our own way? This one shows up as you not taking action at all or in insufficient amounts to create the results that you want. You will procrastinate, you will avoid doing the work, you will come up with excuses. The best excuses are always those highly sophisticated that sound just so realistic. But it is true that I am a busy mom, etc. Next, inconsistent results. You will go all out, you will, you will create results. And as soon as that happens, you sit back, you stop taking action, and you will only force yourself to take action again when your money is nearly gone. Ugh, isn't that just madness? Does this sound familiar to you? Or fear-based self-sabotage, right? And again, this one can manifest in various ways, like refusing, for example, to streamline your business, but you keep saying that you want to scale. So you are making money and things are going right and you say, yes, I want to scale, but when it comes to simplifying your business and really putting systems and processes in place to actually scale like oh, no, 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 I don't want to get rid of this. I, want to, I don't want to get rid of that. And you keep yourself bound in that overwhelm that actually keeps you stuck. Another way that this may show up is that you lower your price in your head when you hear someone. So for example, you are having a sales conversation with someone and they say something in the conversation about money, like, um, so finances have been tight recently or something like that. And so you then make an assumption in your own head oh, they won't pay what I, what I want to charge them, they can't afford it, and you lower your price in your head 
So you feel like, okay, if I lower my price, perhaps I will get them as a client. And then you feel horrible about being underpaid. Sign number five, you live in financial chaos. Yep, I did just say that. And yes, I did just say that fully understanding that we are grown-ups. And grown-ups, surprise, surprise, can still live in a financial mess. So how do you know that you live in financial chaos? So you are unclear about your personal bills or business expenses. How much per month? When are they due? Are there simple systems in place so they're taken care of? Or you accumulate debt. As soon as you pay one thing off, you seem to be getting into new debt. And as you look back, there is a clear cycle that keeps you in debt and you never start saving, right? And again, I understand, and listen, I'm an entrepreneur just like you. I completely understand that there are times that getting in debt helps you. And there are also times where you should stay away from debt. And it's about knowing the difference. So finances may seem overly complicated to you. You avoid looking at your finances. You don't have clear financial goals and you avoid making clear financial goals, right? You don't have simple systems in place. So you know every day exactly where you stand with your finances and with your money, both in your personal life and in your business. Sign number six, you have subconscious negative beliefs about building wealth. So this one is a sneaky one, right? It can show up in various ways. For example, you secretly resent people with money. So when I say secretly, it means that you consciously say, yes, I want to be making more money. And you you may not even realize that you resent people with money. And those can be very deeply seated beliefs that, again, sometimes you need someone from outside of you to really point them out to you. It's important to remember that not all people who have money become assholes. In fact, the majority of them don't. You just don't see those good, virtuous people with a lot of money because they don't necessarily will be boasting on social media about the lifestyle, right? They don't crave attention. They are more interested in building fantastic lives for themselves and their families. Or you secretly judge people with a lot of money. And again, this one is a sneaky one because I heard this one so many times. I mean, I don't need a lot of money. I, w- I would never want to sell my soul for money. Hmm. Who said that a lot of money requires selling your soul? Nope, that's not required. Or, but I am not a selfish person. I know I'm good at what I do, so I should just help people for whatever they can pay, right? Again, listen. Make your money first and then you can do all the charity work that you want. Or um, next one is, uh, (laughs) right, so a secret belief in spiritual or political virtue in not having money. So there is a group of people who believe that there is some sort of virtue in not having money or that not having money somehow makes you a morally better person than someone with a lot of money. Again, this programming can be tricky to find. I definitely had this years and years and years ago, probably about a decade ago. I really used to say that I just want to be a good person. If I will be a good person, if I will be an honest person, if I will be a virtuous person, everything will be fine for me. This programming definitely comes from media. And, you know, when you read those stories that some rich person paid someone off to make them stay quiet or they did some horrible things. It took me a while to unprogram this. I definitely needed uh, mentors to 
help me install a new paradigm about this. And now my personal view is that money makes you more of who you already are. So if you already know that you have a good core, right? If you do already know that you have a good soul, pure soul, then let me tell you, with more money, you will be able to do even more goodness for everyone around you. In fact, if you really look at data, the majority of despicable human behavior happens mainly in the areas of people who live in poverty. And those examples of like rich people doing terrible things, this is magnified by media because it draws attention, but this is just a tiny snapshot that represents the population of people who have money. There is nothing virtuous in under end. Just be a good person and God will take care of you. I mean, how is that playing out for you? Being a good person isn't enough. And again, like I said, I used to have this belief myself in the past. But I am here to tell you absolutely, it is so healthy to want to create wealth for yourself and for your loved ones through your business. And if you listen to this podcast, I'm hoping that you are vigorously nodding your head right now. And the reason I'm under earn I might have those beliefs is because, I mean, you don't want to become someone who you despise, right? Or negatively judge. I remember when I realized that I had yet another belief that was stopping me making money. It was a belief that uh, when I made more money, somehow it would have a negative impact on my daughter, that she would become this like spoiled, rotten, nightmare child. And looking back, I realized it, it most likely came from watching TV shows or just being exposed to information where you know, they show those horrible kids who have rich parents who never give them time. They just throw money at them, right? And then the kids become just so entitled. And it really took me to work with myself and really understanding that, listen, those two things are not connected at all. How you raise your child and the values you instill in them, it's up to you, not up to how much money you make. If you play it right, then you making more money is certainly a blessing for every parent and definitely not a negative impact on their child. This is a perfect example when your brain can take something and associate it with something else and create a connection where there shouldn't be a connection at all. And yes, you could argue that if you start giving your kid lots and lots of money because you don't have time for them, they will become a spoiled kid. And I'll say to this that you get to choose how you build your business and you can absolutely build your business to fit around your life so that you can be the present parent that you want to be. The last sign that you may be an under earner, sign number seven that I want to cover today, is that you have an inadequate pricing and feel reluctance to increase it. This is a huge one. And to be completely frank with you, I think the majority of us start here. If you are a person of good character, then at the beginning of your venture, you won't charge much for various reasons. Perhaps you're not very confident in your skills yet, and that's a good thing. Or perhaps you're not very confident at sales yet, and that's a good thing too. As the time passes, you should be gradually increasing your prices as your skills and confidence improve. The problem is that the under earner does not increase her or his prices, so they end up working crazy hours for little rewards, but they're scared to raise their prices so they remain stuck. It is a vicious cycle that absolutely must be broken. I won't go into more details into this one because I think it's quite clear 
uh, when it comes to, you know, being stuck in low pricing. That's everything that I had for you today. This is part one. I will speak to you shortly in part two. And if you took value from this, please share it on your socials. It would mean the absolute world to me. Thank you for listening. Talk soon. Hey, entrepreneur, if the podcast resonates with you and you're curious about unlocking the power of inner work for your business so that you can learn how to create your reality by using your mind consciously, let's connect. Go to alexrudnika.com forward slash apply, choose a convenient time, and let's talk about how mastering your mind can transform your reality. Whether your business is product or service based, my VIP coaching is tailored to your unique needs and will provide you with simple but powerful tools so you can learn how to get out of your own way and turn your mind into your most valuable business assets so that you can finally be in control and consciously create your reality. Like I said, simply go to alexrudnika forward slash apply to book your call. This link is in the show notes as well. And I can't wait to talk to you soon.